Hello, and welcome to this week's sermon podcast from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Here we preach the good news of Jesus Christ. Whether you find the message to be uplifting or challenging, comforting or even unsettling, we hope it'll help you grow in faith and your relationship with God. Thank you for listening. To God be the glory. The first reading is from Acts. One day, as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. They were teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure that they didn't escape, so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet into the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped. So he drew a sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, Stop! Don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. Even at, at the hour of the night, The jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house and set a meal before them, and he and his entire household rejoiced because they had all believed in God. Here ends that reading. Second reading is from Revelation. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am the, both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. He who is faithful witness to all these things says, yes, I am coming soon. 
Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. The Holy Gospel according to St. John. Jesus is praying, and he says, I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you, may they be in us, so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, Jesus, our Savior, and the Holy Spirit, who inspires us all. Amen. So, do any of you remember the TV show Hee Haw? I was never really a fan, but it was one of my dad's favorite shows, and since I grew up in a home that only had one television, I was subjected to watching Hee Haw on a regular basis. Now, for those of you who did not have the privilege of watching, Hee Haw is kind of a country music-based variety show that aired in the 1970s. It featured some awesome musicians, including Roy Clark and Buck Owens, corny comedians like Grandpa Jones and Minnie Pearl, among others. Well, one of the skits on the show was the good news, bad news routine, where Archie Campbell played a barber and Roy Clark was the customer. And Archie would tell Roy a story that was full of good news and bad news, and it would go something like this. Archie would say, Did you hear that my great uncle died? Roy would say, Oh, that's bad. Archie would say, No, that's good. And Roy would say, How come? Archie would say, Well, he left me $50,000. And Roy would say, Oh, that's good. And Archie would say, no, that's bad. And Roy would say, how come? And Archie would say, well, by the time the IRS got done with it, I only had $25,000 left. And Roy would say, oh, that's bad. And Archie would say, no, that's good. And Roy would say, how come? And they would do the entire skit like that. Well, I remember that skit when I read our story from the book of Acts. And I thought maybe as a way for us to get into that story, we could use the same good news format, good news, bad news format from Hee Haw, which means I'm going to need a little audience participation. So so I'm going to tell you a part of the story of the book of Acts, and you're going to react with either good or bad, and to help you, empower you for success, 
I'm going to do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So if I do a thumbs up, you will say, oh, that's good. And if I do a thumbs down, you will say, oh, that's bad. And I'll respond with the opposite, and then you will say, how come? Okay. Let's practice. You know, I had to watch a lot of hee-haw when I was a kid. No, that's good. Well, because now I have this sermon illustration. Okay, I think you'll catch on. So here is the story from Acts. Did you hear about the time when Paul and Silas met a slave girl who was possessed by a spirit? Yeah, the people that owned her exploited her, and they made a lot of money abusing her ability to be a fortune teller. No, that's good. Well, because of this spirit in her, she recognized that Paul and Silas were men of God, even though they were strangers to her, and she would walk around town behind them, announcing to everyone that they were followers of the Most High God. She was kind of like free advertising. Now, that's bad. Well, because she kept on doing it day after day after day, and Paul finally got very annoyed with her. Now, that's good. Well, because Paul finally ordered the spirit to come out of her, and it did. And Paul was able to heal her on the spot. Now, that's bad. Well, the people who were making boatloads of money off of this girl's ability to tell fortunes were really quite displeased that Paul had dried up their stream of income. So they brought charges against Paul and Silas, who were then beaten within an inch of their lives and thrown into prison. No, that's good. Well... As Paul and Silas sat in prison, they prayed, and they sang hymns to God, and all of the other prisoners were listening in and hearing the word of God. Then there was this earthquake that shook the prison, and the prison doors flew open, and the prisoners' chains fell off. The prisoners, including Paul and Silas, could have just walked right out the door. No, that's bad. Well, the earthquake woke up the jailer, and when he saw that the doors of the prison were opened, he assumed that all of the prisoners had escaped. He was ready, he drew his sword, and he was ready to fall on it, kill himself, because he had failed so badly to do his job. No, that's good. Well, because Paul assured him that they were all still there. And the jailer was so overcome by this that he wanted to learn from Paul what he needed to do to be saved. And so the jailer took Paul and Silas to his own home where he took care of their wounds and he fed them. Most importantly, he learned all about Jesus. And it ended up that the jailer and his whole household were baptized that very night. 
And the little community of believers in the town of Philippi continued to grow. Yes, it is good. The story ends with that good news. Quite a story. There are plenty of things, themes, ribbons, threads that we could explore in this story. But the word that kept coming to mind for me was faithfulness. More specifically, God's faithfulness. I mean, God is clearly at work in the events of this story. I mean, God giving Paul the ability to cast out that spirit from that girl, inspiring Paul and Silas to sing hymns and to pray even when they were in prison, the well-timed earthquake, the stirring of the heart of the jailer to be baptized, I mean, this story is full of God's power and presence and faithfulness. And so it's a story that offers us hope because we can trust that if God was faithful to Paul and Silas, well, then God will also be faithful to us, which, of course, is the best good news of all. Because we all know the good news, bad news rhythm of life, right? the surprising twists and turns our lives take, the good things that we thought would bring us happiness turn out not to deliver, the bad news that we thought would devastate us instead invites us to reprioritize our lives or maybe draws us closer to God and the people we love. This story gives us a lot to consider a lot to think about, a lot to look at for how God may be at work in our own lives. For example, maybe the people that annoy us really provide an opportunity for us to offer a blessing. Maybe their annoying ways are an invitation for us to grow and to offer them the good news of God's grace. Or, if you've ever felt uh, imprisoned by the demands and the pace of life, there seems to be no way out, and then God brings some sort of an earthquake, and the shackles fall off, or God opens up a new and surprising way to freedom. Or maybe when you're in the midst of feeling imprisoned, God draws you into deeper prayer. Maybe even into the singing of hymns, and your faith is renewed. And by your leaning on God at such a time, it may lead someone else to faith in Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been wounded by life. Maybe not with whips and chains like Paul and Silas, but maybe you have been wounded deeply in some way. And then someone as surprising as the jailer turns up to take care of you and offer you hospitality. Maybe God is at work when you are cared for in surprising ways by people you would least expect. Now, I don't know where you are 
in the rhythm of the good news, bad news of life, but you are all breathing, so you are somewhere in that rhythm. The story of Paul and Silas reminds us that no matter where you are, God is faithful. God is with you. The God of surprises is at work. So keep your eyes open to the ways God is showing up. I mean, take note of those annoying people. What is God wanting to teach you? Pay attention when your heart is stirred to pray or to sing hymns. Where is God leading you? Acknowledge the deep wounds and explore how your vulnerability may draw you closer to Jesus Christ. And always, always look for the earthquakes when the chains fall off and the doors fly open. Know that in any of these things, there might be revealed God's faithfulness in your life. And that hidden in the bad news, there just might be some good news. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Kenwood. Please browse our website for other opportunities to grow in faith or serve the Lord. If you are able to worship with us at any time, we would be most honored by your presence.